Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Happy birthday to you. G'day, Russ. Good morning to you, Grant. A little late, but that's okay. Late's better than never. (laughs) Indeed it is. They only put Uh, me on one day a week, so I have to take advantage of it, right? Yeah, well, thank you anyway. Uh, we had a massive night, of course, at Grafton last night. It was uh, a celebration of the, the richest short course race in the world, the running of the Greyhound Race in New South Wales, Thunderbolt at Grafton. Chairman John Corrigan and, of course, Greyhound Race in New South Wales CEO Rob McCauley were both on track and they were tickled pink with the attendance. Over 3,000 people flocked to celebrate the night last night. They were 10 deep at the bar, 10 deep at the tote, and they really enjoyed themselves. And what a spectacle the feature race was over the 350 metres. And they sent out the favourite in the race equally. In fact, Johnny Red and Varmoose from boxes one and two. Varmoose and Rushforth Alley were both going into the race as the fastest competitors over the short course of the track in 1979. And Mark Arundel described it perfectly. Racing, Johnny Red away quickly. Best to begin was Vermoose and showing pace out wide. Speeding fine, running Reds behind those. Next was Rushforth Alley, followed by Custard Manelli. Drifting out of it was Return Mac. Johnny Red's back near the rear and back with it. Cash Destroyer into the straight. Vermoose surge clear. Out after it is Rushforth Alley, but it's Vermoose's Thunderbolt. Vermoose beats Rushforth Alley. Third will go to Custard Manelli, Return Mac. Known as the quickest greyhound over the short course in New South Wales and he certainly didn't disappoint with his first section of four seconds. He managed to cross over from Johnny Red. He ripped away. There were some midfield uh, troubles in the race and uh, Rushforth Alley was last into stride and managed to get into second placing. A really good run for Des Winters and Custard Manili, the WA greyhound, a fourth grader for David Hobby running in third placing. Varmus clocking 1974, winning by two and a half, just point one outside of the track record. Record. It was Vamoose and Susan Smith, and an outstanding training performance. She had this greyhound up uh, the last seven weeks up to Grafton to get ready for the Thunderbolt after having just one trial last year in the big race, and uh, in that race had very little luck. But it was all about Vamoose last night at Grafton, clocking 19 and 74 and adding $75,000 to his prize money and now over $170,000. The son of Fernando Bale has won 30 from 53. He's an excellent short course greyhound and he celebrates with the big win there at Grafton. And congratulations to all of the Northern Rivers for heading out to Grafton to enjoy the Thunderbolt program last night out. It'll be pretty hard to take it away from Grafton, that is for sure and certain in the ensuing years. Uh, seven weeks from Braxton up to Grafton for Varmoose. So Susan Smith, congratulations. I think it's about a five-hour trip up the Pacific Highway and back. So well done to all concerned. Varmoose taking out the feature there at Grafton last night. Let's head back to Whitworth Park last night. A really good program of 11 races and some excellent chasing there. The uh, highlight distance race was race number three, and they sent out the favourite, uh, Corborn Magic. He'd only won one of the last uh, eight or nine races, and again, he just couldn't hold off Ritzer Piper, who scored for Joseph Sherry in 41.97, defeating uh, Corborn Magic by three parts of a length and four lengths away to the fellow Anthony Lord runner, Punter's Bandit, into third placing. So Ritzer Piper in 41-97, and 97, scoring in the feature distance race last night. They had a big bitches fifth grade final, and it was foreign banner. Barry Gibbons' success continues. He had a hat-trick last uh, Saturday night at Wentworth Park, and again, foreign banner was too speedy, ripped over from box number three, found the fence, and scored in 29-89 and 89 from Mrs. Chop, 
and Sonia Keeping in the Bitches fifth grade final. The feature race of the night for the sprinters was the free-for-all and Screaming Jet had put a string of races against his name. He was up against Simply Limelight, who of course ran second to JSJ in at the match race in the state of origin at Albion Park and the Futurity Winder, Winder, Winder All Class. And it was all Screaming Jet, this third grade greyhound. And he led by a big margin on the home corner. Simply Limelight took a lot of ground off him late. But he scored by three parts of a length, clocking the fastest time of the night in 29 and 62. Screaming Jet. He looks a, a very promising sprinter by Bernardo. He's won nine from 16. And he has amassed over $50,000 in prize money. Screaming Jet for trainer Anthony Lord, defeating Simply Limelight and at Windra All Class. The Dogs final, the fifth grade, race number eight to Mickey Leap. He led all the way for Paul Roach, clocking 29.92, winning by two and a half lengths from Tara White Tiger from box number seven, the second reserve for Alan Proctor, and M Grand Express filling third placing in the Vic Peters Heats. July 1, of course, final for the boys there, fifth grade last night. Uh, a very impressive winner in race number nine was Zipping Remus, clocking 29 and 75 for John Finn. It was an excellent performance, winning by three and a half from Keanu Black Ace, led by a big margin after getting a lovely run through on the first corner, Zipping Remus. He looks a, a very promising greyhound. He's already run 29.45 at the track. His son of Feral Frankie, he's won six from 10 for John Finn. And also impressive, the Riverina Chaser in the last race, race 11, Tigalong Car. It's gone 29 and 83. It won by 10 lengths, defeating Train to Nowhere and Mean Blake. Tigalong Car from box number eight did all the work, found the front quite easily, and clocked 29 83. It's the first section of 5.53, and the second section was outstanding of 18 and 12. So, congratulations to Kevin Keyes winning the final race at Wentworth Park last night. There was a stewards trial just before the race meeting last night as well. And the Michelle Sultana trained former Victorian Owls entity clocked an amazing 29.5, admittedly just a trial, but it was the fastest of the night. A soul dog trial, 29.50 for Owls entity, one to watch for the future. We saw on a Friday night at Richmond, of course, uh, like wildfire, start a very short price favourite in the Greyhound Racing New South Wales Middle Distance Series stake. And it started at $1.22. It wasn't best served at box rise. It got checked off heels on the first corner. It was about to find the lead and then checked off uh, Nando Benner's heel who came across from box five. And then was taken wide by Zipping Digby, the second favourite on the first corner. So Nando Benner winning the race from Angel Glow and Pearly Tears. And the two favourites running fourth like wildfire. His first loss now in seven starts. And Zipping Digby running at the tail of the field. So in the end, the favourites back next to last and last year on Friday night. But uh, another day awaits like wildfire. This highly promising stayer for Michael Ivers. And likewise, the Jason Magri train zipping Digby, who won last Saturday at Whitworth Park, but uh, failed to get into the race there on Friday night at Richmond. Today, coming up in New South Wales, we have Greyhound Racing again at Richmond with 12 races and also at Dubbo with 12 races there tonight. And the latest market in the Million Dollar Chase for the Futures betting coming up in October. And Postman Pat, who is so brilliant, we'll touch on him in just a moment at Albion Park. He's at $6. Victor Damien showing at 9 Emron Boy, Baby JC, both at 10 in the Million Dollar Chase, October 13. Now, Albion Park on Thursday night, their feature race, of course, was the Super Stays, the Invitational Race, just a field of four. 
but a quality lineup. Let's pick up the replay now with Johnny Brash. Racing, Palawar King dropped to the tail. Days of Thunder actually nearly won the start, but she drops back. Zipping Orlando goes forward to lead. First pick up to second. Two away, Palawar King, and four off to Days of Thunder at the start of the field. Down the straight the first time, and Zipping Orlando left in front in 15.68. It's flying. Leads by two lengths. Palawar King gets to second. Two lengths away, first pick. Ten lengths to Days of Thunder at the tail. Running over the back. Zipping Orlando in front. Here comes Palawar King through on the inside. It goes to the lead. Third was first pick and last Days of Thunder coming to the bend. Pelawar King in front to the inside first pick. Here's Days of Thunder. The White Wonder is back for Queensland. Days of Thunder. There's laugh in those old legs yet. Days of Thunder beat first pick. Pelawar Amazing call from Johnny Brash. It was no chance at all, Days of Thunder. It was zipping Orlando, ripping along from Pelawar King. They were first two favourites in the race. Pelawar King at two's on. But Days of Thunder has picked them up. I think they just went too hard up front, zipping Orlando, finishing back at the tail. So congratulations to Warren Nichols with Days of Thunder clocking 41.67. She's won 17 from 60. She's had a prolific thrower of Greyhounds, Melissa's Pride. Uh, some outstanding Greyhounds from her litter. A lot of sprinters too. But Days of Thunder for Clint Gill, the winning owner. Congratulations taking out the, the feature race there worth uh, 75k to the winner. The stay is Invitation. Of course, also having the preludes to the rich Brisbane Cup coming up, uh, of course, on uh, in a couple of weeks on a Friday night. They've got the heats coming up this week. And the fourth race of the evening was taken out by Elite Machine, clocking 29.78 for Jamie Marsh from Bat Sign and Pudding Manelli. In race number five, a terrific run from the Victorian star Emron Boy for Brooke Rennes, running 29.73 from Big Town Hero and Mr. Springtime. And Postman Pat, ultra impressive. The fastest clearly in 29.39. That's just four one-hundredths outside of the race record. Postman Pat for Jason Thompson, 29.39, an outstanding performance. And uh, let's have a look at the latest in the Queensland Cup betting before we get to the Brisbane Cup. Queensland Cup, Ariane Bale, Corborn Magic Quarter, Palawa King and Rippon Grace at seven. Hector Foley at nine, Punters Bandit showing at ten dollars. Days of Thunder, the uh, the White Dog is at eighteen dollars after his success in the Stayers Cup there on Thursday night. That's the Queensland Cup and the Million Dollar Brisbane Cup coming up on Friday, July seven. What a night it'll be with the hits conducted this week. Postman Pat is now the clear favourite, the Victorian, at $2.50 and has been well tried. Emron Boyd, seven. Victor Damien at nine. J is J. Rejuvenate both at 10. Of course, that's a big night coming up as we celebrate the winter racing in Queensland. Capalabar today, a big 12 race card in Albion Park tonight with 12 races as well. In South Australia today, the venue is Mount Gambier with 12 and Gawla tonight with 12. And in the Territory, the race at Darwin tonight with 10 races. Of course, next assignment for Tasmanian Greyhound Racing will be at Launceston with 10 races come Monday night. So a massive week in store. The big winter carnival continues at Albion Park with the heats, of course, of the Brisbane Cup and the Queensland Cup. In New South Wales, we've got the Dapto Silver Collar heats coming up on Thursday. And at Whitworth Park, the running of the time-honoured heats of the Peter Mosman, Opal and the Vic Peters as well, both over the 520. So a massive week again in store in Greyhound Racing across Australia. You're loving this, Russ, aren't you? You're loving all these big Greyhound races. 
and I'm going to go back and do it again in about an hour's time and get rich. <laughs> Good on you, buddy. Take it <laughs> easy. We'll chat soon.